Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm good. I, I, uh, where are you? Are you recording? Yeah, that wasn't very. <laughs> that wasn't very confident. It was like, uh, yeah, I'm, kind of, I'm all right. It's all right, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number one seventy six of I Only Like Their Old Stuff, the podcast where we answer the question, "What's the hype?" I'm Jay Ho, and with me is Groove. <laughs> I that worked better than I thought. Uh, it would. I thought you know that, what I realized. What? As the Delta variant rages through our towns and cities, yeah. This is we started the we restarted this podcast at episode one twenty seven. Yeah, it's now one seventy six. Uh huh. We restarted this podcast. Because we were sitting at home during the fucking pandemic. Yeah. And and we're about to be sitting we, at home during the pandemic. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that we try to uplift our listeners and bring them joy, <laughs> but also <laughs> go fuck yourself. That's, that's we time is a is a flat circle. It's <laughs> terrible. We're in a loop. Um, terrible. This episode, we're gonna talk about how our friendship has fallen apart. And, uh, we haven't talked in a long while. We're going to do it live on the show. I, and, uh, I have no things. idea. <laughs> I'm prepared for a normal well, I just, episode. I just, we haven't, I mean, I haven't, we haven't recorded in two months. So I'm sure everybody thinks that we've, you know. No, it's, it's uh, look, yeah. it's just like, just like every other major uh, entertainment source, they take the summer break. Right. They, right. they used to, just back like, when like it was three channels on the TV and. Yeah, we're well, on, we were on summer we were, break. I like it. I I think we should do it again next year. Oh, okay, sure. Well, summer hiatus. You know, come yeah. on, fuck any kind of momentum or steam that we think we've built. Yeah, let's just take an unannounced break. <laughs> the unannounced part is the important part. It's that it just catches everybody <laughs> by surprise, and then they give up on the show and think that we're yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I that's like it. Good. It's, it's like, great. It's, it's probably it's teach like, you that in the podcasting. You know, when I go back to community well, college like, and get my podcasting like, degree, then they're going to teach me that. It, it, it's like the it's like the Twilight Zone. Yeah, it's the Twilight Zone. You know? Yeah. Well, it's suspenseful. It's you got to figure it out for yourself. Twist ending. You know, it's, it's a twist ending. Twisted. Twi- the twist ending is here. We are this week with episode one seventy six. <laughs> the final episode. Not really, everybody. <laughs> it might be. I don't know. We. I thought. I didn't think we would take two months before we recorded again, but here we are. But things have Stay been busy. Tuned. Things have been busy. So, yeah. What's up? Was uh was uh just tired yeah. tired working all the time working all the time tired of working or tired from working tired, uh, yeah <laughs> working hard or hardly working fuck off you should get to hit somebody if they say that you should get to steal one item from their home. <laughs> Yeah, what if it's somebody that you'd never met before? You get to follow them home. 
You're like, I'm, yeah, you I'm, just follow him home and you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to take this lawnmower. <laughs> I'm going to take this electric plug-in lawnmower. Damn, of that would be nice. I, I would like to have one of those. I'm not going to use it, but I'll hire somebody else to use it. Hardly working, hard, hardly working. Hard to work and please die immediately. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, yeah. What's up with you? That's like that's like something doesn't scan. Oh yeah. Oh, I guess I get it for free. Yes, it's free. Oh, that's fucking George Carlin. Where you at? <laughs> fucking. Don't, don't don't waste this material on us, person at the register. <laughs> fucking save it for your for your your tour. How was your dinner? Hated it. <laughs> I'll be the comedian that just. I just want to be the comedian that just says all those jokes. All those jokes that like somebody invented that joke. Somebody was the first person to say, "Guess it. Guess it's free." I wonder who that person was. Jerry Seinfeld. No, uh, it was uh, Richard Lewis. <laughs> Guess it's free. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, my mother, I've been <laughs> doing all this therapy. <laughs> Guess it's free. Oh, uh, man. I just. Uh, so, what's up? Just sitting here, just naming nuts. Let's get into it, man. Hey, you got any housekeeping? No. Fuck everybody. I do. What's your housekeeping? What is it? I got a I got a number one fan. What? Yeah, man. How about that? Who? Ain't nobody even asked. Oh, Jake's the only person that's been like, why don't y'all record a podcast? Who is yeah, it then? That, cause that's cause that you know why Jake wants to listen to the podcast? For what? Why? He wants to hear about himself. <laughs> And I just feed, I just play into his trap every time. You just did it. You yeah. just stepped right into yeah, his right trap. trap yeah. You just, it was, you know where that trap is? <laughs> up and down the block, dude. <laughs> Kid Rocky up and you, down the block. You walked, you walked right up and down the block into that trap. I did. I did. I right into that trap, the fedora trap. Oh my God. Can we please just for a moment before we move on? And I, I maybe I, you know, to be honest with you, I feel bad about this, but it's not going to stop me. Okay. I, I, I have already sent a picture to the Iowa LTOS group, but can I tell you my friend <clears throat> Kyle uh-huh. is the type of person that literally every single person in the world likes mm-hmm. right he's you, you meet him you're gonna like him and and it's not even like saying like oh you know like if you don't like kyle then i don't like you there's nobody that doesn't like yeah. him yeah it's not even an argument it's just it's yeah. just no, it's not even an argument yeah. right and he's nothing but nice so real stand-up dude always trying to be better yeah. you know just yeah. like guys trying to regularly be better he's a new father i really enjoy watching oh, him yeah when I, was a kid. I, I i was i I've almost threatened to fight his baby once, right? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Well, I didn't oh, fight yeah. any babies. He's the nicest guy in the world, but like his kid, you know, <laughs> just saying, this is his baby, one year old. So I, yeah. I go over there every now and again. Uh huh. 
hang out with the baby, yeah. watch him. I basically just go over there and watch them take care of that kid. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. And then you're like, oh, okay, well, I'll see y'all later. I'm going home to my house where I don't have any babies. <laughs> uh, we, it's, it's good time. And uh, so I was over there this last weekend. But I tell you what, we were, you know, usually after the baby goes down, we'll we'll just pull up YouTube and we'll watch like three or four different YouTube videos based on the discussion that we had earlier in the night. Yeah. So whatever it is we're talking about, we're going to watch YouTube. Boy, it, he turned on the TV and it was on YouTube. And a kid rock live from Farm Aid acoustic set was on. Like paused, like <laughs> as if it had been watched. It had been watched. Had been, someone had, had watched it. I, this is a guy, Kyle is, he has no reason ever to be embarrassed about anything whatsoever. He has right. just no, there's no reason for him to be embarrassed by it. I've never seen him so shit. <laughs> and he immediately was like, look, look, look. It, I was watching, I was watching Farm Aid. I was watching a set of Farm Aid. auto played to this. And look, I'm not going to lie. I, I thought, let me check it out a little bit. I'm just going to check out a little bit of it. And then I turned the TV off, and so when I turned it back uh-huh. on, it was automatically there. And I, I, I have never been so fast with my phone to take a picture of that. Yeah, that was good work. <sighs> I saw the picture, and you, you captured it. It's like there's no denying it. that. It's uh, yeah. I mean, at that point, he just surrendered. It's you know, just like smoking like somebody who's a closet kid rock fan. I didn't mean to watch it. I wasn't watching it. I just oh no, he did. He did say like I was watching baby, it ironically. I- yeah. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. No, he he wasn't. He was watching it for nostalgia. He said there was a period of time in his life, yeah, where he was, you know, he was listening to all that new metal, you know, and yeah. Uh, God, yeah. But when we come back, to number one fan, that's just a sidebar. That's just a shout out. Right you think there. that Jake appeared on his shoulder like a devil and was like, "Hey, why don't you watch some Kid Rock? He's not that bad. He's actually pretty good." The thing I want to know, and I'm curious to go watch it. Yeah. Acoustic set. Yeah. You play that fucking shitty ass song where he butchers werewolves of London, probably, in that acoustic set. I'm just having a hard time figuring out how many songs of his translate to acoustic set. I just, he's the Bob Dylan of our times. So it's I, true. you know, it's true. I put your picture away. I would rather listen to Kid Rock than Bob Dylan, though. I think. <laughs> hey, guess what? What? Me too. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Man, fuck Bob Dylan. Fuck Bob dude. Dylan. Fuck Bob Dylan. Kid Rock's got got better. Kid Rock's better songwriter. Bob Dylan. Kid Rock's got a better stage presence. Yeah. He's more understandable. At yeah. least you know where you stand. Yeah, with he him. can actually sing a little bit. He can play all the different instruments on the stage. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. I, I that sounds like an ironclad argument right there. Kid Rock is Mikey, better than Bob Dylan. And I take Mikey Kid Rock. just had a seizure. <laughs> Mikey just had a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this episode needs to come with a trigger warning for Mikey it is definitely for sure 
Um, so I had a friend come up uh, and visit me. Yeah. In August, the beginning of August, and he uh, he stayed and uh, he had we've been friends for a long time. We've been friends since two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah. And um, I don't really talk about the podcast much with him, but he he's been getting featured on a lot of different podcasts because of the work that he does. And, gotcha. Um, he's and like he's, a guest. I mean, he's a good speaker. Others, yeah. What's that? He's like a guest. On yeah. The- yeah. Yeah. He's like a he's a subject matter expert on mm-hmm. a couple of different things. So he's getting brought on. And, and I was like, "What do you you know? What do you? How do you go to sleep?" Cause like we're, he was staying at my apartment, you know? And like, I was like, I'm trying to feel out, like, do you go to sleep with the TV on, do you go to sleep uh, with music? Yeah. You know, yeah. how do you go to sleep? And uh, he's like, well, actually I'll put on your podcast. <laughs> he's like, I've been listening to your podcast. I like, you know, it's like, it's easy to listen to and it puts me right to, puts s- me right now to that sleep. I'm thinking, maybe that's not, that that's not a number, number one fan. One. That's number one hater, right? That's download secret <laughs> hater right there. Like, uh, yeah, I listen to your podcast to go to sleep. Y'all are boring as fuck. <clears throat> Who is this person again? What's his name? His name's Edward. Edward, okay. Yeah, I want to give no more fan to Edward. I had no I, idea. I mean, like, I think at some point we, I mentioned to him that I was back to recording the podcast. You know, yeah. otherwise he uh, must have mentioned it to him. But I don't think... I, you know, usually when people are like, oh, you have a podcast? I'm like, yeah, don't listen to it. It's a waste of your time. Yeah. You know, don't do that. Yeah. You got to put a I little tell people, I, I was like, you'll listen to it. I'm great on it. Well. I'm, I'm hilarious. So listen to it. <laughs> how about right now? We'll pull it up right now and listen to it. That's How about that? I hate Bob Dylan. I hate Bob Dylan. All right, Dan, number one fan. Not Dan. Edward. Edward. (laughs) Edward and Dan. Number one fan. Not shoulder surgery, Dan. Deadward. Deadward. Edward, number one fan. Uh, Recording again. I was looking forward to it. This week, uh, it's like, how about Saturday morning? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So, yeah, I'm legitimately excited about that. What's your hype? In the past two weeks, I've gone to see two stand-up specials. Oh, what? The first one, I went with Bill. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? That's cool. Bill and I went to this little theater in Providence, and we saw Mike Birbiglia. Yeah. Ted, like he, it was only his third time doing the routine. He said, you know, I'm going to be doing this as a special in a year. Yeah. It's all the material from this past year that he's been doing the podcast on called mm-hmm. Working It Out. Mm-hmm. So this was called Working It Out as well. And, you know, and he, he'll, I assume he'll eventually have a different name for the special right. when he performs it. And, you know, he said at the beginning, it's like most of this is memorized, but some of it I'm still going to be reading. And some of it I wrote as recently as today. Cool. Um, So, yeah, so he started out reading some stuff and then he got into it. And then at the end, he was reading a little bit more. Um, And that was 
really neat to be able to be in a room of maybe, I don't know, 200 people. Yeah. That's cool. And watch that. Um, yeah, that, that it's interesting to see comedians live now because they're usually, if they're on tour, they're usually working on material for a special. And depending on how early in their tour you see them is how rough the material is. And you can you can tell. Like Sometimes you'll be like, yeah, 75% of that was awesome, and then 25% was kind of rough. But it was cool to see the process of... You know, they're still working on those rough bits. So, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I think as someone that's, if you're a fan of comedy, it's interesting to get to see the, the, the process of it. So, yeah. I, and I think that, you know, one of the traits of Mike Birbigli is that he's so polished, mm-hmm. period. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, um, and it, nothing really was that rough. Some of it yeah. could be a little bit tighter, but, it was not rough whatsoever. I, we had a great time. I um, would I would argue that Mike Bigley is almost not even a comedian. He's more of a storyteller. Well, that was the I, thing I was trying to explain to like some other people. He's like yeah. part storyteller, part performer, uh-huh. part writer, and then and then part stand up. Like I mean, his stuff is so polished that I feel like you could just read it and have a great time. Yeah, he, he's he he puts on one man shows rather than like yeah. specials. Um, most of most of it. Yeah, yeah, but you know, for me, like, I I don't say that it's all the way over to a one man show because yeah. I feel like a lot of one man shows are very heavy in performance. Yeah, and his performance is so subtle that like it doesn't rise to be any one of those things. It's very much in the middle of all those things. Yeah. Like, if I'm thinking about a one-man show, I'm thinking about John Leguizamo, who is yeah, playing right, yeah, yeah. 15 different characters in one moment. Well, um, yeah, but, I, I mean, whatever. Yeah, you know. I mean, my 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 first exposures to Mike Birbiglia were on uh, This American Life. Because he yeah. did, and he did these, like, kind of monologue things on there early in his, like, m- me noticing him. Um, and so that's kind of how I didn't even really know he was a comedian until later. Um, cause he just kind of yeah. like, some of his stuff isn't even that funny. It's just, he tells the story so well that you're like, Oh man, I'm riveted. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, he's great. Yeah. So I got to that's see that. Cool. And then last night I drove up to Boston and watched John Mulaney. Oh, wow. Perform what he called from scratch. So he's doing so I don't know if you know this, but in this past year, like December last year, his friends had an intervention. Yeah, he had he relapsed. Yeah. He was back to doing drugs, went to rehab. He's in the process of divorce. Yeah. And so he got out of rehab six months ago. Mm-hmm. And and for two weeks, he's doing sold out show in Boston in this theater that's probably, I don't know. 1500 2000 i don't know maybe even 3000 seats it's not that big of a theater it doesn't feel big mm-hmm. um and every single night and then on weekend nights he's doing two shows a, a night wow um and it's completely sold out and i will tell you right now boy i don't know if it's uh i don't know if it's ever going to make it to like netflix or yeah. anything like that or if he's even going to tour it i i think he's very much just kind of like this is a part of his process of just like dealing with what he's doing, but it was, it was easily the funniest live set I've ever seen in my life. Really? And it was, it was probably like top three 
funniest sets I've ever seen on stage or screen. Wow. That's, that's, yeah. that's high praise. I've never really been much of a fan of his. Um, I don't love his delivery. Uh huh. Um, but I, that doesn't mean I don't think he's bad. I just think he's not my favorite. Um, but, yeah. I, but I, but I, I will give that if he does that, if he releases that, I'll give it a shot based on your recommendation. So it's, I mean, it's entirely about what has happened in the last yeah. eight months for him. You know, it started mm-hmm. out talking about the, intervention and he talked about going to rehab and he talked about what he needs to work on now as far as like his his personality and the things that he knows are not right like you know um wanting to gossip and wanting attention and and i i I was crying yeah um, from laughter i mean i i don't laugh that hard i can't remember the last time i laughed that hard that's awesome honestly yeah it was wild um so that was you know so that's my hype i mean of course recording is 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 hype again um well i'll take my i'll I'll take mine back about recording and and just double down on yours um i got to see uh jim gaffigan two weeks ago really we have that new amphitheater here which is attracting great groups like uh 311 (laughs) um and fucking who else was it? Oh, Sublime played there a couple weeks ago. Widespread Panic, just all my favorites. Just it's just great. I tell you, um, I tell you what, you know, people are gonna listen to this episode and be like, man, time does not move. Yeah, They're still talking a, about the same old bullshit. Time is a flat circle. Um, and now there's more. It just convinces me more and more that I am dead and this is hell. Um, but it's fine. You know, it's it's not it's not as bad as it could have been. Um, fuck Sublime. Um, but yeah, I went and see, uh, Jim Gaffigan and it was a weird because it was like, uh, it was, it's an outdoor arena. It's like a sit on the lawn kind of arena thing. We got lawn seats. They oversold it. It was way too many people there. The actual like venue is a piece of shit. It fucking sucks. It's brand new and it's Ticketmaster run and it is fucking trash. But his, uh, Todd Glass opened and he was like, all right. Um, but uh, he it was clear that he was just kind of like t- trying out a bunch of rapid fire jokes, but then uh, Jim Gaffigan and Jim Gaffigan, I am historically not the biggest Jim Gaffigan fan in the world. I don't like whispering, so his whole whispery thing that he does, like I don't like ASMR, and that's it's not against him. It's just his style is to do the whispery thing, and I'm gonna say the thing. I don't always think that's I number one. I don't always think that's effective when he does it, but also it just irritates me. But he was like, with all that being said, he was awesome. It was really funny. It was a lot of material about the pandemic and stuff like that. Of course, I think every comedian's probably got some of that going on right now. But it was, uh, it was really funny, and uh, you know, he told some good stories and stuff. And I, I was thinking about stand-up comedy like music, where. You know, you actually, I think I was talking, I was talking about this with uh, your boy Sepku last night on the, on the video games where it was like, I, I'm not mad at any standup comedian I don't particularly like. It's just, just like music, you know, there's music that I like, there's music. Yeah. Except for Bob Dylan, fuck Bob Dylan. But yeah, it's like, well, he's not really music, is he? (laughs) Nah, I mean, not really. If you think about it. Um, The original mumble rapper. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where like I still have my pantheon or like my like bucket list and like 
they're all on the bucket list. They're just like, well, if I had the opportunity to see Whitney Cummings or something, I'd probably go, but I don't really like her comedy. Just because yeah. I like this is somebody who is respected and is has put their paid their dues to get where they are, and I might not like their style or think they're hilarious, but have you ever have you ever heard or heard of Matthew Broussard? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I've watched one of his specials. I think his brother is Papo's college best friend. Really? Uh, did, yeah. Like I. Andrew, like I oh yeah, I know, I see I see uh, on Papa's posts on Facebook, Andrew Broussard will jump on there a lot. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm. He's I had mean, some I'm specials like, on like Netflix and HBO and stuff, right? Uh, he's Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah. He's had a lot of stuff on Comedy Central. Yeah. I don't think he has anything on Netflix or HBO because I would have watched. I think yeah. he's funny. You know, mm-hmm. he's funny. He plays. He plays well on the on his looks, you know, yeah. he's always got something funny about that. I, he's real smart. I like him, but yeah. I just think it's funny. It's like by proxy, you know? Yeah. But anyway, um, you got any other hype? Uh, not recording for two months. I like, <laughs> I missed you and I missed the podcast. Cause I like, it's like a good way to like recap my week and like recap what is going on. And like, I, I it uh having the podcast to prepare for during the week is like gives me a little like okay this is something I can use on the podcast or like this is a little, like it's almost like I'm taking note of my week and like document it this is almost like my journal I guess <laughs> yeah and I haven't had a chance to do that now my my life has been a time time warp for eight weeks because it's just been nonstop work on the shop and stuff but it's uh. So I haven't really had anything to document other than just like everything's blurred into one long, you know, work blah. But anyway, I've missed the show. So that's my not the hype. <clears throat> I, I miss, I must record the show. Cause I must take notes on how the amphitheater is hosting widespread panic again. <laughs> they did. A lot of people got COVID <laughs> from it. <laughs> Including the lead singer, widespread panic. Did he really? Yeah, he got COVID. Oh wow! Yeah, he probably got it at that show that, that was here. Man, he sings like he sings like he's got COVID. You ever hear? You ever really listen to him sing? Yeah, he might be better with COVID. Than, he's got uh, a beautiful rasp to his voice. I love his voice. Well, I can't get <gasps> high. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, a lot of those jam bands, man. I don't really like the singers. <laughs> Nah. But like I like his voice. I I don't really know what he's saying ever. I've never really actually listened to any of the lyrics. I just hear him go, ah. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, all right, I'm in on that. Yeah. I tried to play uh I, I put on just cause, just cause. Well, actually, well, it goes into my consuming a little bit. I was trying to listen to disco biscuits <laughs> two days ago. Yeah. Oh god. I put on one of those songs and I was like, what on earth? Like the 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 instrumentation, the playing of the instruments was great. They yeah. were really good at playing yeah, the instruments. Yeah. And then some dude got on the microphone, and I was like, "I'm gonna give this about thirty more seconds." And ten seconds later, I was like, "No, nah, I'm out." Did you listen to them it. back in the day? No, nah, I never really got into oh, okay. them. No, because they were like they were like. If we think about like the Venn diagram of jam bands being more than just two circles, but being like five or six circles, yeah. 
their circle was like the only thing that was on the outside yeah. was like drugs. Okay. It's like drugs, drugs first, music second. Yeah, right. And um, I didn't really like. I, I could be wrong. This is what I'm projecting onto them. You know what I mean? But your name is the Disco Biscuits. Like, yeah, if you don't, right. yeah. like, that's Molly. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh my God. So I never knew. Rave. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, Learn wow. something new every day. Okay. Street slang. That's what the kids are using <laughs> these days. So. Street slang. What's your house still out? Uh, so, I, I, during this two two months, I did play in uh, the tournament that I qualified for, the Magic tournament, uh, the Mythic qualifier. Uh, I made day two, which is like an, an accomplishment because like you, if you do well enough in day one, they invite you to day two. So I made day two, and then went three and three on day two. So I went ten and whatever, uh, ten and three overall. But uh, you know, I got eliminated. Um, but because I did made day two, I got invited to the next one the next mythic qualifier, not to the pro tour, the, not to the event that the qualifier is for, but I get to go back to the next qualifier without having to do all the shit I had to do to qualify, which is pretty awesome. And the next one is yeah. like my specialty, which is uh, limited. It's like sealed. Like you open a bunch of packs and you get to build a deck out of it. So I'm excited about that. And one of my uh, testing partners made it too. So we're going to be able to test together over the next, uh, it's, it's in October. So we got a couple, you know, month and a bit to prepare for it. So, uh, hype still out is just that, uh, hopefully I'll have enough time to actually like prepare properly. And, and I want to give it a really good shot. And that's it's, sweet. It's a little harder, uh, in some ways because like you could open up really bad packs with bad cards in it and just do poorly because of that. But, um, it's kind of dependent on that. Whereas the thing I was playing in before I got to, I built my own deck out of cards I already had. Um, so it's very like tuned, but, um, it's it's cool. I'm excited about it. How do you open a pack of cards on a uh, computer mediated it, digital platform? I mean, it's silly, but it's like it. You see the pack on the screen, and then you click on it, and it says, "Do you want to open this?" You open it, and it makes a sound like a opening rustling paper sound, and uh, then it shows you it fans out the cards that are in the digital pack on the screen. Yeah. But I mean, it seems like bullshit because it's like, well, you could be, and there's a lot of conspiracy theories around it. Like, oh, well, of course they yeah. don't like my screen name, so they give me the shitty cards and whatever. But I mean, it's just, it's all about an algorithm, you know? It's like whatever. Okay. But, yeah, in person, it's a lot. It's it's you get to feel the cards, and it's a lot different. It's it's a lot cooler to do it in person. But um, well, yeah. sure. But I was just curious <laughs> if they even had like an animation of that or if you were just like you logged in and these are the cards you get to choose from no it's like the packs are like you see them on the screen like floating because it's very much like magic is like oh i want to buy a pack and see what's in the pack it's like gambling you know it's like a lottery ticket almost what's the uh how many cards come in a pack 15 in most packs that's like a standard how many how many cards do you have to choose to make your deck well in sealed you get to use all the cards in the pack in each pack. You don't have to use them all, but you have access to all of them in draft. You open a pack, you take one of the cards that you want to play and then you pass it to the person to your left. And that goes, they go around the table. It's like drafting a fantasy football team or whatever. Um, So that's the two, the two ways that you can do it. But some of the cards are not powerful enough to play. And then some of them are really awesome and it just depends on what you open and you know, kind of depending yeah. on that but there is a skill set like there is like you need to build your deck a certain way to make it work and 
it tests you in a different way than constructed does because because constructed it's mostly most of the lists are already online for constructed like you just kind of build it based on what other people have done but with a limited you're just you have no idea what you're gonna have so you gotta just like kind of go on the fly it's kind of like how the game was originally meant to be as a deck builder it's you're supposed to build your deck but now with the internet kind of like solves that problem with the constructed side of things but um yeah that's uh we'll see that's my hype still out is like <laughs> how will i do in that and will will we will we be able to practice enough etc yeah well my hype still out is the fact that like so at the beginning of the summer everybody was like all right we're gonna go back on tour you know yeah. like all the musicians and comedians and whatnot it's like okay well we're able to be outside. Also, the vaccine rollout was happening. So everybody <clears throat> put dates, tour dates on, on sale. And, and I went kind of crazy. And I bought a ticket for at least one concert or one event every single weekend through the entire month of September wow. and then a couple of weeks in October. And most of these weekends, I had two tickets or like a ticket for two different things, right? Mm-hmm. So like went to see John Mulaney last night. I'm going to a concert tonight. Yeah. And my friends went to see John Mulaney last week. And they were like, I was like, hey, do you need a mask when you go? And they're like, no, nobody was wearing. I mean, like some people were in masks, but there was no like requirement or anything like that. And then when I was when I was leaving to go to last night, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a mask just in case. And I show up to the door. And they're requiring masks. Yeah. So in one week, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there was a, and then um, uh, some of the bands that I'm following on Instagram, whose shows I have tickets for, there's been this whole thing, you know, like Jason Isbell had like required everybody to have vaccine to go to his shows. Yeah. And there was some people that like kind of pushing back on that. And for example, I got tickets to go see Waxahachie um, here in a couple of weeks. Oh. And she's requiring masks at the venue, regardless of vaccination Mm -hmm. status. And I'm so there's like everybody's a little bit different, right? Some people have proof of vaccination. Some people have a mask regardless. Some people just don't. They don't even have anything. It's like up to the venue or up to the city. Yeah. And I'm um, I'm the hype still out is that I'm a little bit concerned that some of them are just going to cancel. So it's not so yeah. much like I don't really care. I'll wear a mask if it means yeah. I get to see you in concert. Like I don't fucking care. You know, yeah. I've got my vaccine card, but I don't mind wearing a mask. Like yeah. I wore a mask last night with John Mulaney. Did not stop me from laughing all yeah. night long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um and like we've got this weightlifting competition out in New Mexico uh in like four weeks, um, five weeks, and they just announced USA weightlifting just announced that New Mexico is going back to having a mask mandate, yeah. period. Like flat, like you have, when you show up, you got to have a mask on the whole time. And I knew that this was coming, yeah. right? Like if you didn't think that we were going to have mask mandates yeah. come the winter time again, like, yeah, you're a yeah fool. for sure. Um, and it's not like, I'm not that reluctant to put it back on. I don't, I mean, it, of course, you know, I'm like, well, I got my vaccine and I had COVID. What am I? But I'm not going to, I'm not an anti-mask, you know, yeah, like, yeah, I don't fucking yeah. care. Um, but my high <laughs> still out is like, all right, well, I got, I got tickets to like, you know, probably 15 different concerts. Yeah. 
how many how many of those am I going to get to go see? Yeah, we have some yeah. tickets too, and it's like I also well I went from being not wearing my mask and stuff like that because I'm vaccinated to uh, wearing my mask again. Now we have a mask mandate, but I was starting to wear it more again just because I'm like, you know what? I think this is, I need to do this and just start wearing it and be just number one because it makes me be a little more careful. I'm not going to, if I wear the mask, I'm like, it kind of reminds me that like, oh, maybe don't get too close to people, blah, blah, blah. Even though I'm vaccinated, I do not want to get COVID. I also don't want to spread it to other people. So it's uh, tough. And then I'm also having this like, we went to that Jim Gaffigan show and it was jam packed from like just way too many people. And I was thinking like, man, it's like, am I being irresponsible for going to this show? So there's this whole kind of like sort of like social contract thing, you know, that's like, yeah, yeah, I think it's, I don't think it's like, yeah, you're a shitty person for going, but I think it's worth everyone looking at yourself and going, Hmm, I don't know if I should do this thing or should I do this thing? Or is it okay to do this thing? Or is it unethical? to do this thing which I, I'm not making that's not me making a judgment call and like I think I'm still going to go to these concerts we're going to but you know I don't know we'll see things change things are changing week by week and yeah you know it's like I was like oh a couple people are getting it when they're vaccinated and like oh shit a lot of people are getting it when they're vaccinated but it's not horrible but like still uh, you know I don't know yeah, I, I, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know you're not going there and I'm, I'm not going to try and go to the whole, like, well, why would we get it in the first place? Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, For like, sure, you yeah. know, um, and if that's it's real hard to talk to somebody that's not understand the concept. I just vaccine, don't want to but, talk about, <laughs> yeah, I just don't no, want to but, like that. Yeah, it just comes down to like, I mean, yeah, I got tickets to go to these concerts. I'll wear a fucking mask. I got a fucking vaccine. Yeah. How many of them are going to be canceled? There you go. Yeah. Ravaged? yeah. Probably so. And I mean, admit that that's, and that's what those artists feel like they need to do. And so it's, that's okay. And oh, yeah. No, I would never, I, I'm not going to be mad at, yeah. I, I'm not going to be mad at somebody. It's like, yo, dog, I'm not going on tour for yeah, the next three months. That. Like, yeah, okay. Nah, sure. Yeah. yeah no, I'm ready to go. Don't do it. Yeah. I'll still buy your record. You yeah, know, yeah. like I'm, I'm still gonna buy your record. Go back to doing the Instagram um, shows. I like them. Uh, <laughs> what have you been consuming? Uh, so I need to follow up on something. I don't think we ever talked about the Modest Mouse album. We did, but I don't think we talked about it after we listened to it. We talked about we were going to listen to it, and then I hate to, and I and I this pains me because the great Dixon Chadwick, friend of the show, uh, I have appreciated and loved so many of his recommendations over the years. So I hate to like go against him in any way. And he said this Modest Mouse album was fantastic. And I think it is a piece of shit. I think it is garbage. Like I said to you and Bill, oh, I don't even know what it's called. It's the fucking funerals of caskets in the, in the rainbow casket funeral. Fucking it, much yeah. like the, it, it, whatever the title of the album is, sounds like all the fucking mumbling that, Isaac Brock does on the album. I told you and Bill that it, it's as if, uh, you know, those memes that are like, uh, we, we let a computer listen to 200 hours of Modest Mouse and this is the album they produced from it or this is the lyrics they produced from it. That's what it feels like. It feels like they fed a computer, a supercomputer, Modest Mouse lyrics, and then it spit out like its own 
you know, approximation of what a Modest Mouse lyric would be. And it's just like sinking ships and people's hips and uh, lampshades have light bulbs and I don't like the internet and blah, blah, blah. And it's just fucking really bad. Awful. The whole album's just fucking terrible. And then I made the mistake of watching some of their most recent live performances, including uh, they performed at Lollapalooza, which talk about a super spreader event. Good fucking gracious. Um, and they were, number one, Isaac Brock is unrecognizable. He looks completely different. Um, he is like not doing well. It doesn't seem like he's doing well. And he sounds fucking horrible. And the whole band sounds like garbage. They have the only positive is they don't have 500 people on stage just like making noise with kazoos and harps and shit. But they've stripped down because I think most of the bandmates have quit. A lot of people have quit the band. I think because Isaac Rock is like dealing with some of his demons from the past, and I won't really go into that, but he sounds like trash. And their performances that I've watched, fucking awful. And, you know, I've seen Modest Mouse five or six times. We talked about this before. You've seen him a bunch of times, too. And I was like, man, I'm glad I hadn't seen him at this show because it's fucking terrible. So, anyway, there you go. Nixon must have texted me 25 times over the course of four months. Yeah. And I never finished that album. You never, you didn't even finish. I finished it. I suffered through the end, and you didn't even finish it. And you and I are two of the biggest Modest Mouse fans on earth i would say pretty pretty I big Modest Mouse fans yeah every thursday every thursday i drive one hour yeah to go lift weights with a buddy of mine which means i drive an hour back yeah and that's my time to really like okay i'm excited about listening to this thing so i'm gonna yeah. listen to this thing and i put it on and i was like by the end of song two, i was like i don't think i have to do this yeah and so i just i did yeah, it's it's like what yeah, why do I need to listen to this? But I I you know, I finished it. I'm usually that way more than you are. Like I'm going to give up on something yeah. quicker than you are. I'm going to read you what I said to you and Bill. Horses, wagons, airplanes, cars, bathtubs into drains, smartphones, doorbells, refrigerators, pencils, hens, paper, skin, hair, watermelons, alligators, volcanoes, super freighters. Super freighters. And that's the actual quote from lyrics from the album. Um, and I said, yeah. I said, most of this new Modest Mouse album is just Isaac Brock saying random words, uh, with some Shakespeare level, Shakespearean level poetry mixed in occasionally. Like, my friend's house is full of cats, but they are both allergic. Your house is inside my heart, and your heart is where my house is. I think they made a bot listen to every Modest Mouse album and told it to make its own version. <laughs> That's why I texted you and Bill about it. I just, yeah, that was funny. That was good. That was good shit. (laughs) I'm great. You're so smug. You're sitting there reading it. You're like, man, this text is better than that. It was good. Sometimes I just like to read my old texts and just be like, how funny I was. Yeah, fuck. It makes me sad, but like I always have, I mean, I I love that shit. I love the old Miles Mouse shit. Talk about I only like their old stuff. Their past two albums, I have not connected to fucking thing on either album i would love it if they would just uh, hopefully the next album they make and i guess probably make them take them 10 years to make it will just be kind of stripped down and less 
produced and stuff and like like their old older shit. I don't know. Whatever. There you I go. I mean, you know, you know, we're giving the people what they want. You know, here's Joey going on a rant and saying I don't look like our old stuff, man. There you go, man. The, I recharged and uh here it is. Um, the other thing that I've been consuming, because I haven't had any time to consume anything, but when the Olympics were on, I watched a bunch of the Olympics. I love the Olympics. You love the Olympics. I like the Winter Olympics better than the Summer Olympics, but I like the Summer Olympics. Um, I think the Winter Olympics, there's more sports that I don't ever get to see. In the Summer Olympics sports, you kind of see them a little bit more in here and there. And I'd like to see the stuff. I, that's what I'm into is like the things that I don't get to see. Of course, like I, in the Summer Olympics, I want to watch the kayaking. And I did watch some of the kayaking and stuff because I'm into that. But like, I also want to see the weird shit that they've added. They did added skateboarding this time and stuff like that. And you get a lot more of that with the Winter Olympics, I think. But um, anyway, watched a bunch of the this the summer Olympics, uh, watch the skateboarding, watch the surfing, watched uh, a bunch of a uh, little bit of everything, watch some really exciting swimming matches. Um, and I watched some of the wrestling moments. I didn't watch all the wrestling coverage, but I watched, there were some pretty exciting wrestling. I, I think it see, they were hyping it. There was this, this wrestling competition overall, the wrestling events were uh, some exciting storylines happening, uh, maybe more so than in the past. Uh, and I watched some of those kind of buzzer beater last minute matches that were pretty intense. And I uh, thought about you when I was watching those. I imagine you watched all that and you probably watched all the weightlifting too, probably. But... I watched the wrestling and the weightlifting and some of the skateboarding. Yeah. That... Um, the, the women's wrestling was, was I think maybe at least just as good not that women's wrestling isn't like as good but like i'm talking about the narratives and the storylines mm -hmm. there were some really good storylines coming out of that um yeah i mean the weightlifting really just came down to the super heavyweight match uh mm -hmm. or like super heavyweight weight class where this guy from the country of georgia lasha talakadze is like <sighs> arguably you know well, he is the strongest weightlifter of all time. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's broken the world records. And there were some other incredible stories, but a lot of them, and I think the reason weightlifting doesn't get as popular over here is because most of those really good storylines were people that were not American. Yeah, right, yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to tell our own stories. Uh -huh. um, but... uh yeah, that reminds me. I'm just gonna do it, even though it's not something that I like to do. But that from that John Mulaney show last night, he yeah. was talking about like uh, people need to like. Uh, I can't remember how it came up, but he was like, you know, oh, he was talking. About, <laughs> he was talking about like how during the last administration he had to be like one of these people that's like believe science, yeah. and he's like, look, I. I believe science, but like it's so corny. He's like, it'd be so fucking corny. Yeah. He's like, it'd be so corny during the last administration. Like, believe. He's like, I, I don't even. He's like, I don't like science. Yeah. He's like, I, science never liked me. He's like, I got C's and D's. You know. He's yeah. like, he, he's like, as, as a comedian, I know something about starting strong. And if you're gonna try to engage young children with science, maybe don't start with photosynthesis. Yeah. You know. And he, he's <laughs> right. going on. And he's like, I don't care about the space race. Yeah. 
He's like, we don't need to. I, I who cares about Jupiter? Yeah. Like, don't I don't we don't need to go to other planets. He's like, but it's not our business. Mind your own business. He's like, now the moon, I'm okay with the moon because that's that's ours. <laughs> that's ours. And he goes, he goes, and do I really mean that it's America's? Yeah, I don't want to admit it, but I kind of think it's just America's. <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong <laughs> if, if some other country was like oh we own the moon he'd be like uh excuse me yeah <laughs> it's ours it's ours <laughs> and then he was uh, like then he was so like what's up with thing. stuff not scanning at the grocery store uh, you know <laughs> when it doesn't scan is it free at that point <laughs> You know, sometimes I'll go to a restaurant and I'll eat all my food. <laughs> and then the waiter will have the audacity to ask me how it was. So I just had to say, I hated it. <laughs> sometimes when I see somebody eating real fast, I say, did you taste it? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, these are all, these are all good jokes. But yeah, I mean, we could put ourselves on the same level as John Mulaney. Yeah. I'm going to say one more thing about, about John Mulaney. He was talking about being in the intervention. There's like 12 people. And it's like, you know, he was name dropping, you know, he name dropped a couple, one or two people. He's like, I showed up for what I thought was dinner. And I walked in and Seth Myers was there. And I said, oh, here we fucking go. You know? <laughs> and he, he said, you know, and then he dropped like Nick Kroll's name. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, people. This was a good room. <laughs> this is he's like this is a good set of people and he talks you know he talks for about 45 yeah. maybe 30 minutes about the intervention and he said as he was leaving he, he was like packing up his you know, he was like going to rehab you know they, they he's like don't ever let 12 comedians pack a bag for you for two months in the middle of the winter it's just he says just bonobo socks and iphone chargers <laughs> uh, but he said i said my final thing as i left the room which i'm not proud of, but also kind of proud of. He said, I'm tired of being the funniest person in this room. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> I hope he, I hope he uh, releases that somewhat. I do want it now. Now my interest is peaked. It's incredible. It, yeah. um, so I've been consuming something. And this is, uh, this is on the outer edge of our Venn diagram. I think you're really going to enjoy hearing that I'm I'm getting back into this. this is a renaissance for me, Joey. I was talking to our mutual friend, Glenn Delaney, kind of friend of the pod, not real friend. Awkward of the pod. blue. Remember we wore those awkward blue pants to somebody's God. somebody's rehearsal dinner. I you just, all about you that. showed up and you just went awkward blue. <laughs> Two of us together are mean to everybody else that's in that room. You haven't lived till you see how nervous our friend group gets when we're on, like when we're clicking and they're just like, it's one of those things where they're like, it's like that scene in Boogie Nights where uh, they're at the guy's house and they're sitting on the couch and like Alfred Molina is playing the music real loud. And then there's that Chinese kid lighting off fireworks in the background. That's like, that's, that's us. That's me. I don't know which one of us is Alfred Molina and which one is the Chinese kid lighting up fireworks. But 
the the nervousness of like oh, I think this is okay but like it might turn really bad um yeah that's, you want to have a good time invite us to your party yeah, that's the energy um, we bring for sure and 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 the, the pinnacle of that is the we we have both been in no less than a thousand weddings together I would say probably a thousand and one um and to have us at the rehearsal dinner to have us just standing up front you know as the processionals coming down and uh making inappropriate comments while the wedding's going on etc is uh you know i don't know why people have asked us to be in their weddings but <clears throat> here we are that's that's their fault we're great fillers awkward. but it turns out we're not great yeah <laughs> exactly. um awkward blue <laughs> so back back in at the end of july um we it, we, you know, we have been texting about this this jam band called Goose, and they're like the next big jam band, which is to say, don't you don't need to check them out. And um, they uh, and and I had I had shared with Delaney. I I like it. He made the recommendation. He's like, hey, you know, heads up, this band is is making good music. They're coming up on the scene, whatever. So I started listening to them. And then on July 31st, he sent me this text. He said, hey, put this on. He said, put this on in the gym and get fucking swole. The jam. It's a PR jam, which is just like incredible language. Like, yeah, I'm going to go for a heavy back squat here while listening to dudes noodling on guitars and playing keyboards and stuff. It's just great. Oh, yeah. I can see your face already. You're, you're literally green. So, so he sent me a screenshot of the app. Um, nugs.net. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um, I said, Hey, is that a live recording? Are you using some separate app like Jambase or something? He said, Nugs. It has all the new Panic, Cheese, Goose, Billy Strings, <laughs> etc., plus a ton of old Metallica, Pearl Jam, Tier Two Jam bands, etc. I said, How much per month? He said, Ten to ten bucks. Does a good job of keeping up with all the latest shows. Also got it for the Jerry Band catalog. Best place to get that stuff. <laughs> Sam the Eagle Disgusting. face. Um, I said, I said, do you have Spotify? And if so, what's your ratio between the two? He, um, <clears throat> so he says, I have Tidal instead of Spotify because I kind of hated Spotify when it first came out. Oh. So my music strategy is three paid apps. Nugs for the broad jam band, jam grass catalog, live fish for fish, Ugh. and title for mostly albums and official live releases. So it's like $375 a year, covers most bases. Then I fill in with live music archive, e-tree, re-listen, free apps for the dead and random bands like Syndicate or Larry Keel that don't show up on the other platforms. <laughs> so, so look, I went to nugs and i downloaded the app and i created an account and i got 30 days free that's yeah. what you get and i was like all right well if i listen to enough in 30 days then I'll yeah oh you there I'll never yeah oh all right i think we're good Cool. Well, so anyway, I, I, I'm here to say that I'd started my, my month of free trial. Yeah. And I'm thinking I'm going to keep this subscription. It sounds like your kind of thing. And it sounds like I would pay a subscription to not have to listen to that stuff. So <laughs> that's how they could, they could get me. 
Um, is there any jawbreaker on there? Maybe there's some jawbreaker on there. I can. <laughs> that, look, to be honest with you, their their list of bands that are actually on here is is not large. It's just like bands with large. witty jam band food names. Like, <laughs> fucking. It's. I mean, it's mostly like. It's yeah, it's mostly jam bands. Yeah. Um, but they'll put up like they put up a Wilco set from 2013 this week. Um, okay. uh, Counting Crows, you love the Counting All right. Crows, now, man. Yeah, now, I mean, I'm going to see them in September. Well, maybe we'll find out. We will see. Yeah, you can also pay extra and watch concerts. They have like concerts that are professionally filmed. Um, I, you know, I don't know. This it's a lot of Dead and Company, Billy Strings, Goose, Humphreys McGee, and Widespread Panic. Yeah, that sounds so like shit old. that I to fucking fuck all that music. Well, I can't wait because I'm, yeah, you know, yeah, you know. I'm be in the car today, and this new Dead and Company set from last night. We we'll start out with a 15 minute shakedown street. Um, we got a 20 minute bird song. 13 minutes Scarlet Begonias, you're here for that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that sounds like speaking of being in hell. God. Well, this is a, a, a great way to wind down the podcast. Just take all the wind out of your sails. <laughs> no. It's been a good episode. I think it's a good return to form. Fuck all y'all I mean, for not fuck all y'all for not. Fuck all y'all for not missing us enough. Shout out to Ninja T though. Sent me a really nice uh, text message the other day. Um, it's really nice. Shout out Ninja T for saying he has not gone forward in the OC and he's waiting on us. Oh man, now I feel bad. I feel bad, but I'm excited to get back into the OC though. But I want to have the time to actually watch the episode and pay attention to. The- yeah, we'll get back into that soon enough. We'll, we'll probably do another episode without the OC yeah, and, then, and then pick and it then up. We'll get yeah. there. Yep. Yeah. You got anything else then? I'm all set. All right. That's what? You're so it's, the beginnings and endings with you are just so like you never know what you're gonna get. It's like <laughs> now I'm all set. Who says that? Like, do you have anything now? I'm all set. What is that? What is that? <laughs> all right i guess you're all set good i'm all cool. set man okay. i'm all, I'm all, all right, set good. i got everything I, I got everything i needed out you of said this. everything that needed to be said you left it all in the field uh <laughs> yep <clears throat> well, it's, this is the best this is my best material right here <laughs> this is as good as it gets you've had i'm two, just reading you've had two months you know and uh and then what I wound up doing was reading text messages from Glenn Delaney. At least I didn't read my own fucking text and laugh at it. It's funny. Mine's funny. It's funny. Fucking awkward blue. I wonder if Delaney still got those pants. Delaney, let's know. Let's know if you still got those pants. Awkward blue. Oh my God. I texted him last night. What I've what I've taken to doing is I'm listening to this nugs.net stuff. And every now and again I'll hear so I'll be like, oh man, this 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 is a great jam right here. And I'll you can share the song within the app to oh somebody God. else. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Oh, and he. What did he? I want to see. What, I want to see what he said last night. Right. So I shared the song, and he said, "Oh shit, that's new on the Nugs. I love a tumble. That's the name of the song. I love a tumble, and I love that this is clearly a tumble worthy of a share." Julia's sleeping on the couch, considering still playing Ascendant Jam Band 21-minute version of Positive Message Jam on the stereo. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Look, I'm all set. I'm all set. (laughs) I'm all set. All right, you can catch us online, I guess, at IOLTOS.com, our shitty website. You can email us. I don't like the old stuff at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Spotify or other places, possibly, that have uh, podcasts. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, we out.